Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Welcome back, everybody. Hi. Hi, Lauren. You're back so, from uh, your vacation. I know. Yeah. In case you guys <laughs> didn't realize, this uh, episode was would be the first one that we recorded since I've been back from my trip. And unfortunately for all of you, you're not going to get to hear the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there will be a day where we will rehash our summer, we'll you know, retrospective. Summer there we go. We'll do um, that maybe in the fall. Our favorite yeah. summer summer things. Yes. So I will totally cool. talk about it. I will say we had a wonderful time and mm-hmm. uh, it's good to be home, but it was great to be there. And, uh, you know, and right off the heels of that trip, Lauren and I and some of our children took a little trip up to Milwaukee and yeah. we just could not spend time together without going to a brewery and at least <laughs> picking up beer. Yes. And that's what we did. And that's how we got Indeed Brewing's beers that we're going to drink today. And they're out of Minneapolis, Minnesota, although we stopped by their other location um, in Milwaukee while we were there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, indeed brewing. Yeah, we were up uh, in Milwaukee for some uh, music and yeah, had to make a stop off at at least one brewery. Um, (laughs) So that we did. So indeed brewing. I honestly didn't know anything about them, though. I'm loving this can. We're going to drink the Mexican honey light lager. And it's like so pretty. It's got a bunch of bees and flowers and it's just like super like artistic looking. I know. I was going to say, so we bought like a variety pack from them Mm -hmm. and all of the can art is very like, like pleasing to the eye, I guess. Very much so. Yeah. I would describe it. This has like bees on it and flowers and it's just like. Like, you could get a tattoo of the design on this can. Oh, 100%. That's actually, yeah. Yeah, and be very happy. And it would be an aesthetically pleasing tattoo to look at. Yes, all of the cans really are aesthetically pleasing in their own way. And I really enjoy (laughs) looking at the can art. Me too. So let's open Mexican Honey Lights. Mexican Honey Light. I love the bees on it. I don't even love I bees, the but bees. I love they're so pretty. All right, I'm gonna bees drink. Bees look really good on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a big bee fan myself. Yeah, to kind of agree with you on that one. <laughs> this is super unique. Like it's clearly a lager, but it's got like more flavor than I than a you know typical. Oh. It's it's really flavorful. That's interesting. I definitely I get, like, no aroma get... on it. No, I can't <laughs> smell it at all. Yeah. Um, and I thought maybe that was because I've been like a little clogged. Um, no, it has like almost no, no aroma whatsoever. No, but, uh, yeah. there's because so I get weird. a very faint, but um, 
it's super i have to like breathe yeah. it in like with my whole body <laughs> to get anything yeah. but i definitely taste that honey like mm -hmm. on the on the top of the the beer itself and it's really yeah. good it is really good. like lager's not i mean generally not like my go-to but this feels like this is 100% a like got done cutting the grass want a like yes. crisp beer this would fit that bill perfectly and it's got a really good flavor to it it's got a little not even a lot of sweetness but that honey just gives it a little different flavor than a regular lager like this is really tasty yes <laughs> this is a this perfect is... beer for someone who want likes typically a north american lager and you're trying to like pull them to our Ooh, craft beer side a recruitment beer. this is a perfect recruitment beer because it's not <sighs> super heavy it's not super hoppy but it still has more bold flavor than a regular lager and i feel like this is a perfect recruitment beer <laughs> that is brilliant right? i love when we find a recruitment beer I it's really not every like day this. that you get yeah. to drink one and it's so hard to get these non-beer non-craft non-craft beer because a lot of them are like a lot of you know ales or ipas are hoppy this is mm. a true lager but just with a much better flavor profile like yeah yes this, this is a perfect recruitment beer love it yes. <laughs> so I really always like this. good. Always good to find a new another. We should try to make a list of recruitment beers. We should. Yes. All right. That would be I'm a good. That would be making, a good use of our energy. Making notes. I like it. <laughs> All right. So a little about Indeed. So Kara said, you know, they're from. They brew a lot out of Minneapolis. They actually started in Minneapolis. Um, the company was technically founded in 2011, but they opened their tap room in 2012. Um, in 2011, there was something that a lot of people refer to as the Surly Bill in Minneapolis. So prior to that, uh, microbreweries were not allowed to actually sell pints of their own beer on site. That was completely oh, illegal. Yeah. They couldn't do it. So in 2011, they put through this bill that they could sell pints of beer on premises. And that resulted in a number of breweries opening indeed being one of those okay. so they were one of the first breweries to open in kind of north minneapolis i think um around that time because of this they were they were able to serve their own beers um so they were opened by three friends that were former college roommates at the university of minnesota they all actually went into media in various ways but they kept in touch they had a love of craft beer um they got into in, into that industry um later so they uh they opened in 2011 opened their taproom in 2012 in an old 1914 building that was an originally a tire manufacturing company <laughs> so they had a lot of work to do to get it up to you know where they wanted it but lots of old wood beams and just kind of you know a cool vibe type place um you know indeed they the name even like one of the, the things that i read um from interviews with them was like oh well can three you know roommates from minneapolis open a brewery and bring people in indeed we can indeed oh, um so it. they wanted to look for a positive side of things like the the can art even their logo design is just like a fanciful happy kind of um, you know, 
sense of something something positive and something to smile about is what they they said so um but indeed we can actually wound up being also the name of an employee sponsored charity program that they created that they donate 100 percent of profits from a day they selected each week to employee chosen local nonprofits. so they're part of um a group of companies that pledge to donate at least one percent of their earnings uh, of their revenue each year to charities so the indeed we can um is their way of doing that so they, they they do that on a I don't know how often they actually give the money away, but on a weekly basis, they um, figure out what those profits are and they, the employees get to pick uh, a local nonprofit that they want them to go to. So that's uh, fantastic. It's, it's pretty cool. So, um, so they opened 2011, 2012, they increased production in 2013. They started working with a distributor to get their beer out. Um, you know, they started in Minnesota, expanded to the surrounding areas, you know, eventually the Dakotas, Wisconsin, Iowa, et cetera, et cetera. They're obviously making their way out um, a little bit more and more. In 2019, they, um, well, sorry, in 2014, they actually became the fastest growing brewery in Minnesota. So they very quickly were increasing distribution, increasing production. They won that same year a silver medal at the Great American Beer Fest. Um, You know, in 2019, they opened a second, um, in a second location uh, to brew kind of like a pilot type brewery and tap room in Milwaukee, which is where we wound up picking up the beer that we're drinking now. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that same year in 2019, they started distributing internationally with Japan being the first out of U S country that they actually distributed to. Nice. Um, yeah. So pretty cool. Uh, their head brewer was interviewed once um, Josh Bischoff uh, Bischoff. And he's, he had a bunch of experience in other breweries before he came there, but in an interview, I thought it was funny because he said, uh, someone asked when he started kind of wanting to be a brewmaster. And he said, well, actually in ninth grade, there was a job questionnaire that he filled out that he said he wanted to be a brewmaster when he grew up. So <laughs> He's had this passion apparently wow. for quite a while. <laughs> who can say that? Who right? can say that so, about their job? Who can say that what you wanted to be when you were in ninth grade, you actually wound up doing too. That's like so crazy. few people can actually say that. Um, so they made it through the bad times. In 2020, they actually did something cool. So they um, obviously they closed their tap room, but they continued to release beer and they put QR codes on each can so that you they could their customers could scan and donate to local community um, funds. So mm-hmm. they were still trying to continue kind of that charitable contribution even when their you know doors were closed. So um, that's pretty awesome. Right? I thought that was pretty cool. Um, They host an annual weekend of what they call Good Vibes, uh, Food, Beer, and Music. It's called Wordly Gig, which I kind of love the name. (laughs) Um, They shut down for a couple years during the Bad Place, and they've reopened up, but they've been doing it for years. And every year, it's like a two-day festival of music and beer and food, and uh, sounds pretty cool. So that's in Minnesota. Um, They've also started doing miscellaneous events at their Milwaukee location and, um, you know, different festivals, things like that, and participating. Obviously, Milwaukee is a huge beer scene, so there's lots of different things in Wisconsin to participate in, and they've, you know, adapted to that area as well. Um, So they don't just make 
beer. Um, they actually were one of the first Minnesota breweries to start with um, CBD infused beverages first released back in 2019 until the Department of Agriculture in Minnesota told them they had to shut it down in 2020. And then mm-hmm. in 2022, they actually, Minnesota legalized having THC infused beverages. So they started back up. Um, they oh. have a couple of different lines of t- not just CBD, but THC infused both non-alcoholic and um, just THC seltzers and gummies, actually, they sell. Whoa. Um, wow. Right? Crazy. Finally, a um, brewery is going in the business direction I thought yeah, they would all go. Right? So, indeed, <laughs> it, it is the one that they are uh, yeah, contributing to, to that. So, I'm assuming they do not sell them in Wisconsin because that is not currently legal in Wisconsin. Sure. So, yes. But Minnesota's on board. So, But maybe uh, if they'll can... open a location in Illinois, hey, we, can we have can, a conversation with them. We can take that them. on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> in. If I ever head up to Minnesota, I will happily give them a try and see how they are but um yeah so that's the little i know about indeed but i'm liking this this uh mexican honey here so i definitely yeah this was a so far one for one good for right yeah i like it we did pick up a um variety pack i handed off the pistachio cream ales that i will not (laughs) drink to kara's husband and we kept a couple other they also make some other drinks i actually picked up a a four pack of palomas i have not opened them but they had a variety of things just to to go in their tap room and i love when tap rooms just have them ready in a fridge to like pick up to yes to take with like they do have food at that tap room as well if you wanted to sit and they oh, were playing nice. music that was uh you know the one we stopped and they were playing music that was you know appealing to our generation they had food they had mm-hmm. drink i would go back uh when we had a little more time yes, and maybe perhaps less children. next time so... we will we will make a meal out of it uh but yeah. we were locked into a theme restaurant already so yeah yeah, you know children children (laughs) (laughs) yes but yeah no this was really good and i'm definitely intrigued to try more things from them i have not seen them anywhere in illinois so i don't think they're distributing here yet maybe they'll make their way down far enough to us at some point um but i would definitely definitely be up for trying some more stuff from them so next time we head up there i'll i'll take a look so all that right, sounds well, good. let's continue our Mexican honey drinking and move on to our topic of the day. Yes, my my poor sweet Lauren had yeah. to endure a car-related trauma yes. this week, which I would love and hate to hear about. Um, <laughs> but so it inspired us to kind of talk about our car history. You know, what kind mm-hmm. of car-related stuff has happened to us, good and bad, and maybe... Some of it's hilarious. I've got a little bit of hilarious car drama to share Ooh, at like one hilarious. point. Okay. And we'll make sure not to skip over it. Um, nice. So mm-hmm. shall we start at the beginning, Lauren? Or do you want to start at should... the end? Um. Well, I'll start with the recent that caused yeah. us to do this. And then we can reverse back to the sure. beginning. Um. So, yes. Yeah, so we were heading up to Michigan last weekend. Um. You know, my son's continuing lacrosse tournaments um mm-hmm. so we're we're driving we're stopped at a stoplight and all of a sudden i get jolted forward and suddenly like what was that i had the kids in the car but my car Ugh. is is a beast so it's a ford expedition max it's big it's 
strong. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, so we were rear-ended. Get out, mm. you know, cops come, paramedics come, lots of people come, etc. Everybody was fine. No injuries to anything. That's but good. Yeah. So silver lining, nobody was hurt. But, uh, you know, the, the comedic part was us trying to move all of the things from the back of my expedition max. So big trunk to my mother's Hyundai Sonata which <laughs> not not the same not so we're like that's not coming with that's not coming with like oh my goodness you need a suitcase oh, of clothes and all the lacrosse equipment and a couple chairs and i'm like sorry kid to my daughter you just get to sit on a blanket because i can't fit any more chairs in this car so oh no that's what's gonna have to happen um but yeah so we were all fine but my car was uh not drivable um and i feel like if this was a old car we could have just duct taped it up and made it work. So <laughs> we changed the tire because it was punctured. Fine. Cool. We have a full size spare. No problem. We duct taped up that uh, that bumper and essentially duct taped the rear uh, tail light because it fell off. Um, all of the oh clips broke and it just fell. But I'm like, all right, we just duct taped this all up. The problem is it's a new car. So yeah. the sensors are all shot. So you turn that thing on and it's and exclamation it's like, points and lights and beeps. And it's like, nope, I'm not going anywhere. No room, uh, room. Nope. Yeah. So, yeah. So if it weren't for that, if this car was like 15 years old, I could have driven <laughs> it. But because it's not, it is yeah. now and it, it was it was not an option and of course at the time it happened all the rental car places were closed for the day yep. and my my husband's at the firehouse and it's like Ugh. you know the of course perfect storm of timing so yeah but that is great <laughs> we got my mouse car we made it up north we made it back my car is in the shop and I just got rid of my minivan to get this new car and I am driving a rental minivan that is the cherry on top of this crap sunday for me like when yeah. you told me that the rental was a minivan i was just like dang girl of that course is, it is. that is not great yep. Yep. <laughs> so yep no not yep but yeah, so yeah. I so. feel you and I feel this uh, <laughs> topic very much so because I uh, I wrote down a handful <laughs> of fun little car related stories for myself Ooh. and uh, and we can kind of rewind now. Try not to think about let's, that. Yeah, one. Let's go back back in time. Let's go back in time to uh, the beginning of our driving careers. <laughs> so yeah. I'll let you take over now and I'll, I'll add more as time goes on. Sure, sure. So, well, so I did not own a car in high school. I really mostly just drove my mother's car. She didn't work, so um which it okay, let me be fair to my mother. She did work I think my senior year of high school. I think, maybe not. I don't know, but I drove her car to and from school and did after school, you know, sports and things yeah. like that. So, I guess I assume she wasn't working yet. Maybe she went back to work after I graduated anyway my first car of my own was when i was in college um okay. i had a silver honda civic it was brand new when i got it 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I kept having a check engine light turn on. It happened, I don't know if you remember, but it was like every so often, Yeah. my check engine light kept turning on. I kept taking into the champagne oh, uh, yeah. Honda dealership. Yeah. And, you know, I know I had you drop me off a, co- yeah, for me up sure. a few times. Yeah. And it was far. It was like not close to campus. It was like a 15-minute drive from campus. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I know you I know you probably drove me I'm a sure of times out yeah. there. <laughs> And uh, they just, like, could not figure out what was wrong. And I started looking at Lemon Law stuff and all this, and it was, like, really Mm -hmm. annoying. And this was over, like, a, I don't know, not a hugely long period of time, maybe three to six months. Okay. And eventually, finally, I, like, came home, Mm -hmm. and I took it in. I think this is how it went down. I took it into the Honda dealership (laughs) there because the light was on. And, like, some little washer was just kept slipping out of place. And that was what was causing this. Oh, and so so they've replaced it and it never happened again. Wow. I never got a check engine light. It never I didn't ever pay anything to all that time, all those times. That's that I so took crazy that you took it in so many times and it literally is like one person. It was like, literally oh, yeah, like an O ring or a washer or you something of that this. equivalent. Yeah. And that was the problem. And I was just like, geez. It was just like the littlest problem that, well, yeah. and you said it's like a sensors issue. Even back right. then, yeah. that car, I the sensor kept going off and it wouldn't mm-hmm. stop working. It wasn't like I couldn't drive right. the car, it but just, it caused but, the check uh, engine light to go yeah, on. Yeah, the light to pop. Yeah. 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 Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. My, I, I do recall that car. I don't necessarily recall all of the... <laughs> the, the, you know, details of that, but I remember you having that car. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, uh... My first car I got when I turned 16 years old. So okay. I bought a Firebird from a little old lady who kept mm. it in the garage and only drove it to the grocery store. So nice. I mean, it was almost as old as me because it was a 1984 Fire Engine Red Firebird. So I loved nice. that thing because I was like, I think I'm cool. You know, I'm a 16 year old driving yeah. a a firebird and uh it it worked really well until like one day underneath one of the floor mats there was this like green liquid and i was like what in the heck is this because i had no idea and it wound up being a radiator fluid something happened with with the tubes and it, it you know it wasn't a huge deal but it was like what is why is my floor wet like i was wow completely lost because frankly i know nothing about cars i know a little bit more now but still not much and i knew nothing then um but yeah no that car actually lasted me a very long time knock on wood without any significant i mean obviously it needed repairs and eventually needed to get rid of it but like Mm -hmm. it was it was a good little car like that's great i regret selling my civic when i went off to law school i was going to law school in the city of chicago and i didn't want to have a car Mm -hmm. um i don't regret not having a car in chicago but i do miss that like i do wish i had kept that car from like an objective standpoint because Mm -hmm. i feel like it would have been nice to have after law school and i know oh, that's fair. not reasonable yeah. to like just sit on a car for years for no reason you know but i get but i liked the civic and i liked driving it and when i did um buy my next car i bought a mazda 3 mm. and um which is like 
they don't make it anymore, but it's basically the smallest Mazda mm-hmm. sedan you can buy. Um, okay. And, you know, it was a little sporty looking. Um, it was the lightest toy little car ever. It was mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I could not stop in snow ever. <laughs> um, it would just like, you would just like skate off. <laughs> onto the road on the road yeah. i went through many many red lights and oh that man <laughs> um and at some point i uh was driving down my street that my apartment was on and some lady backed into me uh oh. coming out of a parking spot she was it was it's kind of a complicated situation but they yeah. were parking along the road and so sure. she backed out of a space and she hit me uh, and unfortunately okay. for her there was a ComEd, an electric company vehicle, parked illegally along the parking area, so she uh, couldn't see me. I was uh, in her blind spot, and she reversed into me. And it was pretty catastrophic, honestly. I My car ended up being yeah. totaled. My airbag oh, was deployed. I didn't get uh, hurt. I was sore. Sore yeah. as heck, man. I mean, yeah. like, reacting to an accident like that, my whole yeah. body, like, you're you tenses. know, you tense. And then, yep, oh, totally. I was yep. like, I've felt pain and and I'm not that dramatic of a person, but like that was brutal, man. Yeah, <laughs> that was that's some that. bad pain. I will yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. I, uh, my next, I, I kind of like just borrowed my family's cars for a little bit after we got okay. rid of that car. So like my brother wound up going to college and I drove his old, you know, the car he had had for a while. And then I drove the car that, um, he bu- he bought a car in i think when he went to college maybe maybe right before he went to college and um it was a Hyundai Santa Fe and so okay. i came back from college and lived with my parents for a little bit when i first started uh in public accounting and i drove that a little bit my father still has that car and drives it every day it's got to be 20 me? years old at least like that That's car's got to be and i keep telling him he needs a new car i think he just i've decided that I think he just doesn't want to go through the hassle of buying a new car. Like, I think it causes him anxiety and he doesn't want to do it. It is an absolute nightmare. I I hate it. The process sucks. Every time I buy a car, and this is Mm -hmm. like the crux of this conversation, but every time I do buy a new car, Mm -hmm. I am like, gosh, I hope I die before I have to replace this car. Right? Maybe I'll die in this car. Right? Like, Like, I'm like, I just don't ever want to do this again. I, it's it's just work. absolute I torture. Hate it. I hate it. How so have much. we not reached the point where I can buy a car online? I mean, right? this is not an advertisement yeah. for Tesla, but the mm-hmm. fact that you can order the car online and submit and all the it. paperwork and even get a loan, and they yeah. will just drop it off at your house, and you just sign your name. It's like Honest. receiving yeah. a box it's from like Amazon. Amazon comes. You just nope. done. sign Honestly, for it. Honestly, so we bought... I'll, I'll go back shortly, but we bought yeah. this car that is currently in the shop from a place near detroit and so we shopped online we knew exactly what car mm-hmm, we wanted mm-hmm. we were just looking for one that existed because there weren't that many that are this big there's a lot of expeditions sure. not as many expedition maxes that are under like twenty thousand miles that sure, are, yeah. have all of the things we wanted there were like five like right. you know in the within a reasonable distance so my husband actually flew there and then took an Uber to the dealership and drove it home. Yeah. But honestly, I feel like that was easier than having to go into the dealership here yeah. and haggle with them. We yes, just called them and we're was. like, do a, like, he walked around on a video with the car and we said, okay, as long as it's in the condition you say it is, this is what we're offering. Yeah. Take it or leave it. 
we will fly out in three days to go get yep. the car, yes or no. And they were like, all right, this is the price we're willing to offer. And we were like, all right, cool. It's somewhere in the middle. We're done. Like, right? it, I honestly feel like buying it out of state and then flying to get it. And I know you did that with yours. I was just was about to say, I mean, literally the same dealing story. with the like local back and forth Oh my crap. goodness. So... When I bought my minivan, I bought a used minivan yeah. from a local Ford dealership. It was a Honda Odyssey minivan. So not a Ford, like, but it was just a used minivan. I spent an entire day there. At yeah, one point I told exactly. them they they came back to me like 3 hours in, they came back to me with a different price. Ugh. And I I was like that's not the price I I had a voicemail on my phone. Yeah. I was like that's yeah. not the price you gave me on the phone. I'm not going to I'll just leave. Give me my yeah. car back cuz I was yeah. trading in my old car. Right. I was like give me my car back. I got to go. My babysitter has to leave. Yeah. And they like turned it around they were like no right. we'll do that price here's the financing guy thank yeah. you for coming they in they try and we're haggle done. with you like and they try and screw you honestly literally doing it over the phone and then just going to pick up the keys was the easier way to do it which is just sad oh but yeah anyways I, I, I digress but, i know so rewind back. back to where we were <laughs> so i drove a miscellaneous cars for a bit and then the next real car that was like mine was a nissan xterra which i okay. bought like, as an adult with a real job, you know, I had it when we got married. I had it when we had our oldest. And then I had two more kids and I needed mm-hmm. to buy a car. We did not own a vehicle that could fit three car seats when we had the twins. We didn't. Yeah. I actually, man. we bought that car like they were like a week old, maybe two weeks old. Oh, like, man. We, because there was no way to get everybody in no. to somewhere if one adult driver was there. No. And so I actually drove I drove the day after I got home from the hospital because I wasn't on pain meds. So uh-huh. the doctor said if you're comfortable and you're not on any medication, you can yeah. drive. So I drove and then we went and got a minivan and then sure. I immediately backed it into my husband's pickup truck. Like I don't remember what the scenario oh, was. Geez. I wasn't oh, paying attention. Gosh. I'm sure I was half asleep. And I had that car for like five days before backing <laughs> it directly. Can I ask an adorable question? Yeah. Did you, did you, in a moment of weakness, like yell at him about it? Oh, I'm sure I did. <laughs> I'm totally sure I did. <laughs> because I'm sure I he remembers did... this better than I do. But <laughs> because I did not hit my, my husband's car or anything, but Mike, when we used to park our minivan, which we don't own anymore, by the way, right, I think God, it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to park it in our garage, which was tight. It was oh, really tight, yeah, but it was yeah. doable. But sure. Mike did this thing when he would park it in the garage where he would angle it. Angle he would it. go in and then he would angle as far over as possible uh, and then straighten out. But if you back straight out, you would hit the hit. mirror <laughs> on the side of the garage. How do I know that? How do I know you could do that? Because because there were, I did that. I did that. I scraped the mirror on the side of the garage. And I was just like, you Why do you park like this? Idiot. <laughs> I totally like it was his, like his I didn't fault. like I wasn't yeah. in the car with him when he pulled it in right, and I saw right, him right. do it. Yeah. Like I didn't know he had done that. Like I couldn't look out the rear view and see how close the side or the right. side view and yeah. see how close the side view mirror was to the garage. Oh. But man, I remember I remember getting out 
and going back in the house and being like, I just hit the garage with the minivan and I hate this car and I hate this mirror and I hate this garage. Yep. I, I hate you. That's fair. I don't remember like I've said this multiple times. I don't really remember most of the first year of the twins life. So like, <laughs> I'm sure I was sleep deprived and not paying oh, attention sure. and just wanted to get out of where or get to wherever I was trying to get to, but quite yeah. literally just right into it. And we never repaired the back of the minivan. So I, I just drove around <laughs> like that. And we kept being like, well, maybe we'll replace it. Maybe we'll replace it. And then we would get prices. And it's like, you're going to need to pay $5,000 to get this. I know whole they like have replaced. to put the whole door. I was like, you know, or F that. Crazy. I don't care. Like, I'm just not, I'm just dealing, not, not doing it. So I drove it for years and just like a a bomb with this dent in the back of my car. (sighs) And then finally, recently got rid of the minivan. And we put so much money into that stupid thing too. Like we replaced the transmission twice. Once was under warranty, but the second time wasn't like there's so many things. We dumped so much money into that thing. Like, it was fine and it fit the kids and it served its purpose sure. for the, the moment. And I drove that thing. I think it had like 217,000 miles on it. Oh, I think you got rid I think of you it. did what you so, needed to do with it then. Yeah. So it, it, I drove it for a very, very long, a lot of miles. Not a long, I put a lot of miles on all of my cars. Like I'm, I'm sure. way over, I could never lease a vehicle. I would just, I would be over the mileage like so yeah. fast. So, um, but yeah, I, I might have hit 218. I'm not sure, but definitely somewhere in that range. So then we donated to the fire department um, where Brandon started the volunteer one and they use it for training. And they sent us a video of them. They had used, they had practiced extrication. So they cut the roof off of it. Like the whole roof took the windshield nice. off. And they were they could still drive it, so they were driving it out without a roof, without a windshield, but with the wipers going. Like you know, it's oh like, man, it's that's like the Three beautiful. Stooges driving around. That's so the great. Thing. Yeah, that is exactly what I was picturing. So, uh, it's that's exactly awesome. that. Like you could put music to it, and it would look exactly like something from the Three Stooges. So I was like, you know what? I feel good about this, and uh, yeah. But now I uh, am back in a minivan, which yeah, I'm I'm not not enjoying i'm this, sorry this just tell time. yourself it's temporary that's what i keep saying everything's I, and, gonna be fine and actually after i when when we were in my mom's car for the weekend i 1000 percent was like i can't drive a sedan like it's too i i'm so used to being up high from all of yeah. the vehicles that i've had for the last 20 years that like i can't not that I can't drive it. I don't want to drive. Yeah, a car sure. To the I get ground. it. Like I'm just not. I like. I like the car. Like I actually love my my new car. Um, and my husband was like, "Well, now that it's in the shop, like it just lost thirty percent of its value. So like, if yep. we want to trade it in at any point." You have to think about it. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm driving this thing till it dies or I die. Like, it's the, yeah, the, right? I will keep it when I get it back fixed. I will keep it for as long as physically possible because I actually do really like it now that I've driven two other vehicles in the last week that I don't enjoy driving. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I get yeah, it. So I get I'm it. I'm very much uh, waiting to hear back. But yeah, no, I. Uh, I'm going to try. See, like, I'm mad that somebody hit me because my last car, I was the one that dented it. <laughs> you want to like, destroy it. I don't want to, but I'm like, you know, like, it's not even my fault this time. Last time it was my oh, fault. Like, but this right. time not yeah. so much. I hear so, that. I hear that. But, 
Um, yeah. <laughs> so I uh, moved on from my Mazda 3 that got into an accident um, from, to a Toyota Prius. And this was like an early, earlier stage Prius because mm-hmm. this was back in like ooh, 2006 or 2007, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. I'm trying to remember what year that car was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, is that right? That's crazy. I guess that's right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyway, um, and I started driving a Prius, and uh, the only thing I'll say is that I waited forever for it because I had to order it, and oh. I was carless. I had no car. My mother-in-law was kind enough to let me drive, uh, her car for like six weeks, like a really oh, long wow. time. Yeah, that um, is a long time. But she had one of those. HRs, like what was that thing called? It was like a Chevy. Oh, was the, it not the weird one? Like, yeah, it looked kind of like an old timey car with like the wheel well sticking out, sort of looking thing. I can't what remember what it was called. What were those called? HHR. That's what they were called. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Right? Man. Am I right? Yeah, that's totally what it was. Yeah. That's what she had. And it was like the weirdest car. And That's it was like really strange. It's like a it's like a minivan front with like a like a wagony type back. Like yes. they were the strangest looking. Like yes. looked like a hybrid of a car. Like it was just weird looking. But I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. So that was yeah. what she had. And you know, and nothing was wrong with it. And it was perfectly drivable. And sure. I never had any issues with it. And obviously, I am eternally grateful. Oh, for, for her sure. lending the vehicle yeah. to me. But it was just such an odd vehicle to drive. Uh, then I got the Prius and I was like, oh, this thing is like whisper quiet and it's oh, super sure. like yeah. super much smaller. And like, it just, I really enjoyed the Prius. I would have driven that thing forever. Um, we traded it in when we got, we kept it for a very long time. We traded it in when we got the minivan. Oh, so um, not, yeah, not too long, not ago. long ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, um, I regret that because I bought a minivan and I hated that thing. And I never, I, if I could change any of my car history, I would have not gotten it at all. I only have two kids. I don't need it. Nobody was playing hockey or right. any sport that required a lot of equipment. A bunch of crap. Yeah. I bought a fake Christmas tree, so I didn't need a car that could fit a tree in it. Um, you really had no, lives, no need for. Yeah, my yeah. brother lives close enough to IKEA to meet me there, and if he doesn't, I would call your husband. Right. Also meet you there. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and be like, what days are you off? <laughs> meet me at IKEA. Yep. I'm buying a couch. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You have options. You have options. Yeah. So. And, well. And, you know, the three times a year that I would need a bigger car, I just like couldn't justify it. It's just just in the same way that you feel like you fit comfortably and you're happy in a certain type of vehicle. Yeah. I feel that way about minivans. I do not like to be in them. I don't want to. I don't want to drive. Well, I mean, I I don't I I the the size even made sense for me. I just don't like driving the minivan. Like, I just don't enjoy it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. As a drive. Like, and I like to drive. So, yeah. I know you drive everywhere, which is I a know. huge blessing for me, by the way, because I hate driving. It works anytime out. Anytime we're yeah. gonna hang out, you'll be like, "Hey, do you want to go do this thing?" And then I'll be like, "Ugh, it's far away." And she'll, and then you say, "I'll drive," and yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, 
I don't yeah, care I'll just where pick we're you going. up. It's cool. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I will be there. <laughs> I will meet. Can you pick me up? Yeah. Or do I have to go to your house? I will do either. Either way. But then I will take us wherever we are going. And it works out I fine. I will almost automatically go <laughs> if I don't have to drive. That, it, it's a great relationship we got going on. It know, works I out perfect. It. I love that. <laughs> but then I have this big car so we can fit everybody I in know. it, which is also, that is also great. great. So I'm totally good with this. Yeah. On our way up to Wisconsin, like the kids all had pretty much their own like space. Like there was yes, no which issue was great whatsoever. Because yeah. my youngest is a little weird about being feeling crowded yeah. in a car for some reason, which I didn't know was a problem until the last time we tried to go yeah. somewhere together. Um <laughs> Yeah. And he asked repeatedly what the seating arrangement was in the car. <laughs> and I kept telling him that he would he could potentially have his own row of seats if yeah. he required it. And he was like, that sounds fine. Yeah. We're OK with the scenario. OK, yeah. we're good. We're good now. All yes, right. it was very uh, it was but a yeah, comfort to all that, involved. But I also understand like people who don't want a big car like my mother oh, sure. has no idea why I wanted this big car. But she drives okay. a Sonata, and I don't want the Sonata. Like, sure. people have different preferences, and I totally get that. The minivan was a ends justify the means type thing, but it wasn't yeah. what I enjoyed. So I understand you also yeah. not enjoying the minivan. So. Yeah, it drained <laughs> life out of me. Like, I'm going to live less. <laughs> I'm not going to live as long because I drove that thing. I know I'm being dramatic. I don't care. I yeah, just, no, like, I, I drove it, it for... Yeah longer than i wanted it was supposed to it was it was a third car for us we had two other cars right. and then at one point we did not and mm-hmm. uh i was well i was driving the did i have three cars yeah i did you had right three cars for oh, yeah, because while, i had the clarity, we had to shuffle right, when, we the clarity. The clarity. when you got the clarity um, then you had three cars then for, i had three you got rid of we, the minivan yeah and then i yes before i got the clarity before i flew my husband across the country to go pick mm-hmm. up the car yep. um we had the minivan and we had a nissan leaf which is a very small electric vehicle that was unfortunately not having a long enough range for me to drive to and from work especially yeah. in the winter mm-hmm. and so i had to start driving the minivan to work <laughs> and it was killing me i was I could barely I'm take sure it. that pushed you to find a new car. I got in that thing. Than... Yeah, I got in that thing every day, and I was just like, "I this is just awful. It is just yeah. so bad. I just I can't. What am I even doing? I kept hoping that somebody was gonna like hit it in the. You wanted lot to be rear-ended. You wanted somebody yeah. to crash into your car. So I you was like, maybe yeah. there's a way that I can survive <laughs> it being like, it can go off a bridge. Like, is there a way that that can, we can make it jump out and maybe okay? Yeah. How can I get rid of this thing? I just I don't it. want it. I hated it so much. And I actually sold it for a pretty good amount considering <laughs> what I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go back and do the math and figure out what I paid and what I got for it sure, th- sure. and the period that I had it, it really was pretty good, pretty reasonable. Awesome. So I'm glad um, that that worked out. So, yeah, now I have the clarity, which I love. Um, mm-hmm. I would not want to drive anything else. It is a larger sedan, kind of like a Honda Accord, maybe even yeah. a little bit bigger. Okay. Um it does everything I needed to do. It's comfortable. It's the That's kids are comfortable matters, in it. Yeah. We can travel. We can road trip in it because it's part. It's got a gas got tank, gas, even though it's yeah. got a battery as well. Mm-hmm. Which for me, yeah. I'll I'll admit that I am puzzled 
that there are not more like that vehicles like that because mm-hmm. i think if for no other reason it would help people transition if the idea of getting an electric car is in your brain mm-hmm. like whether or yeah. not that makes sense for everybody or anybody is uh, yeah is there's totally a lot personal. of personal it's makes on that, yeah mm-hmm. well and yes and for me when we got the leaf it was awesome because it was a really cheap car that drove mm-hmm. just far enough for me to get to and from work every day which was and great that was yeah. all i needed it to be yeah and um the clarity is just such a nice it's like it's like the leaf with an insurance policy because <laughs> Good way to put like it. today i drove all over creation and was in my car for two plus hours and i certainly mm-hmm. burned through all of the battery on the clarity and had to start using the gas yeah and that was fine but you had that option. I have a gas so, tank and yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it just means eh, I'll charge it when I get home and I'll drive on the battery tomorrow. It's fine. Yeah. That, that is, it is an interesting, we won't get into that debate, but yeah, it is an interesting combination that you <laughs> don't see that often. That no, it makes you wonder I, why. I guess but, I would um, have to, I would say because I have no mm-hmm. information, no factual information sure, on sure, that, sure. I would have to say it's probably cost prohibitive. Yeah, to do um, I think the balance yeah. between having a large enough battery capacity um, for it to be worth it to drive yeah. just on battery where you're not talking about just a few miles sure. and then a gas tank that's not going to weigh down the car so much that your battery life is going to suffer. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, you got to no, kind of probably balance those two point. things. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I bought a Honda because Honda seems to be able to figure that stuff out and do a good job of it. <laughs> there you go. So. And so it's a Honda and I couldn't be happier. And it just brings us all the way back full circle to my Honda Civic and my ah. regrets of parting ways with it too soon. You and had to go back to the Honda. <laughs> <laughs> when we bought the Clarity, my son, who's now 12, told me that he can't wait for it to be his car. And I was like, <laughs> no. You're like, it's going to be mine forever. Yeah, Sorry. I'm not giving yeah. it up yet. I mean, <laughs> I know we've got four years. My yeah. feelings are in the next four years, if hypothetically we were to replace the sure. leaf, which will, if yeah, I, that will need to go years, before. I would yeah. be shocked. Yeah. Shocked. I'll be excited <laughs> if it makes it through this winter. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, I don't plan on giving a child access to that car for a while. We'll see where we're We'll see. Maybe he can practice on it once in a while. That's fair. I'm good with that. But you're not getting my car. So, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm going to open this next beer while you tell whatever the next I was going to say, I have one hilarious car related story. I'm waiting for the funny story. All right. Yeah. None of this has been as funny as what I am about to say. Okay. So, if you were laughing this whole time, well, you should, you're going to be, <laughs> All right, I'm waiting. I'm over. ready. It's going to be great. Ready. All right. So, but yes, let's open this flavor wave. We're going to drink flavor wave IPA. Also very aesthetically pleasing. It's a cool, yeah. like, there's like a boom box and yeah, like a it's crazy, like a... there's a skateboard. It's like a Esther, uh, what's Is this that? like eighties looking to you? Yeah, Is I think it's supposed sort of to be eighties like? colors. Almost like a pineapple I mean, or a... it's a boom box. There's a wave, yeah. a boom mm-hmm. box. Couple it looks like a DeLorean looking car over here. Even. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool again. There's an arcade game in the back, a cassette tape. Oh, like, nice. there's all kinds totally. of cool stuff on here. I'm I'm digging it. So, all right, we're gonna drink this Flavor okay. Wave IPA. So let's watch, and let's pour some Flavor Wave. Oh my ah, goodness, it smells so IPA good. Aroma. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> love I just it, love thought it. the same thing. Mm. Yum yum yum. Mm. Uh 
So here's the deal. So I, my brother and I run my father's sign business. And a couple of years ago, we have a, we have a truck, a company car. Um, it's a van, it's a transit. Um, and there's a bunch of sizes of transits, but to give everybody kind of an idea, this is kind of in the middle. So it's not the smallest transit. That's like kind of a little baby sized van. It's a little bit, it's bigger than that. And, uh, it doesn't have, um, back windows, so it doesn't have a rear view mirror. Okay. Uh, okay. And we did not you can't see anything through it. And yeah, we were so. too cheap to get a backup <laughs> camera for our driver. So no backup <laughs> camera. Okay. So let's keep that in mind. Um, so one day he's out doing an install. He's uh, in the van and he pulls into Dunkin' Donuts to uh, get a coffee and grab a donut or whatever sure, but i don't think he goes better, to the drive through because yeah. i think the truck's too big for that so he goes uh, in so he parks in a spot goes in comes back has his coffee starts to back out of the parking spot boom he hits somebody oh uh, uh, so he gets out and who does he hit a police car <gasps> he hits a police car <laughs> in the parking Duncan lot donuts. of the dunkin donuts <laughs> and <laughs> And he's obviously like, you know, heartbroken that right, this has right. happened. But he's yeah. also like, um, you know, freaking out a lot because he's like, oh, no, you know, I'm going to get in trouble. Work. He's in the work car. Get in he hit a cop. Get... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like oh. he's like and he calls us when he has a moment and he tells us everything that happens. And after we can all finish laughing, um, <laughs> I'm like, are you OK? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, are the police officers being nice to you? And he was like, (laughs) he was like, yes, everything is fine. The problem is that I hit a cop in the town that he works in and he can't like process the ticket for the accident. They need to call somebody else to do it. So we're waiting for somebody to get here to like write up the accident or whatever. Um. And I was just like, okay, as long as everything is okay, it's all right. Just come back when you're done. <laughs> so is the van drivable? Is yeah. his car drivable? Like, what right, are we talking right. about? Yeah. <laughs> How much damage did you do to the police car? Yeah. Uh, I think everything no. was basically yeah. fine. So, you know, he comes back, whatever. We, yeah. As you said about your minivan, we certainly aren't going to get this thing fixed. Right? Yeah. Fine. Block the drives. <laughs> I'm this not door open, we're this. good. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, we just paid to fix the cop car. So we right. Yeah, fair. Um, I guess that. Well, our insurance did, of course, but the insurance <laughs> yeah. company calls me because I have to file the report and everything. Right, right, and they're right. like, "Can you go through what happened, or do we need to speak with the driver?" And I said, right. "Um, you should probably speak with him. I wasn't there, and there. I think he should go through it with you." And they were like, "Well, tell us what happened." And I tell them exactly, exactly what I told that. you, and they were just like what <laughs> let me get this straight you hit a police car in the parking lot of a donut shop and i was like yep yes and he was like oh man that's awesome and i was like not really <laughs> but it's, it's a good funny. story it makes for not a awesome. good story yeah. And I'm like, please call my employee and have him tell you the story because <laughs> yeah. I want to yeah. watch him have to tell it to you. 
<laughs> oh, I love that. I I will say yeah. to, to wrap up, and that is a fantastic story. When we got rear-ended, my son starts calling his friends from the lacrosse team because we're all heading up in different cars oh, with geez. a plan on like meeting up there. So he calls one of them, <clears throat> and of course he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, we got a new crash. Everything's fine. We're still coming." And so, like, the moms <laughs> call me, and they're like, "Like Cooper called and said you guys got into an accident, and you're still coming. You're on your way." And we and they were like, "We think there's mi- some missing stuff." Here. Yeah, like, right. We're gonna try, but we don't have a car right now. But at the end of all right. this, we figured it out. My son goes, "Well, it makes for a good story, Ma." And I was like. All right, that's the best way to look at it. It makes for a good story. So that's how we (laughs) we ended our, yeah, that makes for a good story. Yep. All right, well, I'm going to continue drinking this. Yeah, let's drink some more Flavor Wave, which I keep wanting to call Flavor Town, by the way, because it's got like a city on on the can, and I I keep thinking about that. Flavor Town, I actually feel like that should have been it. The, 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 the can art would suggest Flavor Town. Not as much of a wave. There is a wave on here, which makes sense. However, yes. I feel like it's just placed on there because... Actually, there's a few waves. But I like Flavor yeah, Town. It's kind of anyway. all over the place. So it is yeah. waves. There are waves. Yeah. So I, re- I, I respect like the name. Town. I yeah. just... But yeah, I know. It looks like yeah, Flavor like Town. I like it. I like it. I like the beer, though. It's good. It's a basic IPA. It's got a great aroma. I really like the smell of it. Yeah, it smells um, really good. Yeah. yeah, it really does. But yeah, it's a... This is a... Just a, a your basic, you know, IPA. It's good. Um, Really smells good. And it's crisp and and fine i mean it's not blowing me away but it's a good solid ipa so yes i would happily drink this at the Mm -hmm. bar in this brewery yeah 100 and and be glad with my choice i would absolutely drink it in like a taster you know if there was uh, like a flight this would be something i would totally put on my flight yeah, I like both of these beers, honestly. So I would definitely yep. be up for trying some other other things if I could find them, or if we take another trip up there and we do do a flight mm. at the brewery, I would be happily participating in that. These are good. Definitely. So I'm a, I am a, a fan of Indeed. Indeed we can. Indeed, Indeed brewing. So, all right. This was good. All right. Thanks, all right. you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. 